Welcome to the Habits of Success podcast, where we talk about different habits and how you can use them to change your life. My name is Ian Warner, and I'm your host. And today, we're going to be talking about the habit of putting in the effort. Now, to start this off, I'm actually going to read uh, a part of the book called Grit by Angela Duckworth. And just for reference in the book, I'm reading page, I'm reading from page 39. And it goes, in other words, we want to believe that Mark Spitz was born to swim in a way that none of us were and that none of us could. We don't want to sit on the pool deck and watch him progress from amateur to expert. We prefer our excellence fully formed. We prefer mystery to mundanity. But why? What's the reason for fooling ourselves into thinking Mark Spitz didn't earn his mastery? Our vanity, our self-love promotes the cult of the genius. Nitz said, for if we think of our genius, if we think of genius as something magical, we are not obligated to compare ourselves and find ourselves lacking. To call someone divine means here is here there is no need to compete. In other words, mythologizing natural talent lets us off the hook. It lets us relax into the status quo. That's why undoubtedly, undoubtedly occurred in my that's what undoubtedly occurred in my early days of teaching when I mistakenly equated talent and achievement and by doing so removed effort by both my students and my own from further consideration. So uh, obviously we're talking about effort today, but I I love what this this is probably the hardest I've ever been slapped to my face when it comes to effort. Um, one person that stands out to me in my life that's talked about effort probably more than anybody is Ray Lewis. Ray Lewis is a um, Hall of Fame linebacker, played for the Baltimore Ravens, I think his whole career, went to University of Miami. And um, he always talks about that. It's like effort. Like so much of success is just actually putting in the effort to be good at something because most people just actually won't put the effort in. They won't They won't give their all. But where this is getting interesting when Angela Duckworth is talking about Mark Spitz, the swimmer, and this applies to anything that anything in the world that people will say someone's talented or that they're so smart or genius or whatever, like where, they're, where, where we're taking someone and we're putting them above the rest because of their natural God-given abilities. And I love it because what it's saying is that like word for word, like she's saying, we prefer the mystery to the mundanity. Like we don't like the thing about habits and what I've learned about my app is that people very rarely delete the app, which I find to be very interesting. Like there's tons of people who leave it on their phone. And the reason why is because in theory, people know it's a good thing. But the but in actual practice, habits are very mundane, right? Like there's nothing exciting about brushing your teeth. That's not the craziest part of your day because it's mundane. Like you do it every single day, but you logically understand why you need to do it. And that's how a lot of habits can end up being. It's like, well, I get why I'm doing this, so I'm going to keep doing it, but it's not necessarily the most fun part of your life. And that mundane aspect is not, it's not sexy. It's not what sells. Um, but when she talks about like the, the mystery, it's like people would just rather see someone be like, oh, wow, like they're just so talented, they're so great. And it does let us off the hook because it allows us to 
say, you know, I just can't be there because I was never given that talent. But then what's worse about that is it's okay to realize that someone might actually just be more talented than you because that is true. But there's never a reason to let the gas off your effort. And that's where the bigger problems come because we say, oh, this person's talented. I'm not trying. I'm not giving any. Uh, why? What's the point? And you quit. And, you, and this is what happens in schools all across the country. Kids are definitely smart enough if they apply themselves, they can get through school, no problem. But what happens is they point out these kids, they say, well, this kid's a genius, so it just comes naturally to him. It doesn't come naturally to me, so I'm not going to try. Well, I'm not good at this one thing, so I'm just not going to try. And then you see the effort easing up in every single aspect of your life. Because once you start to ease up one place, you'll make it easy to ease up in every other area of your life. But um, I, I, I think that the more time I spend thinking about effort, the more time I, the, the more I realize that it's something that is always in your control. So when we talk about uh, even like throughout this virus, right? Like people going crazy getting toilet paper. The reason people want to get toilet paper is because when we're faced with something we can't control, I feel like the natural response is to try and control something that that you're trying to feel like you have more control than you really do in that situation. But what's beautiful about effort is that you don't have to fake it. Like if you just give your best to everything that you do, you truly give everything that you have. Like you you try, you put all the effort in, you study as hard as you can, you try and get as many things right on that test, you play that game with as much vigor and, and, and excellence as, as you have in you. You do everything you can to be your best self. What happens is even if – the things that you start off with, maybe writing is not your thing. Maybe math was never your thing. Maybe history was never your thing. But eventually you run into geography and that's your thing. That's the place where you put a little bit of effort and it's like you're just naturally talented and far above the rest. Uh, if you don't develop the habit of putting in effort, you might not run into your calling. You might not run into your gift because maybe at that opportunity that was your thing, You've already decided that, you know what, you suck at everything and you're not going to try. But I would definitely let go of the the myth and how we, we put other people on a pedestal. And that's why I I like talking about and writing the blog post, you know, the you know net worth and key habits of successful people. Because it shows, like, hey, yeah, this person might have this much money or whatever the case is. But here's some of the things they did throughout their life that some habits that they adopted, some ways of thinking they adopted, some lifestyles they adopted that have allowed them to get to where they are now. And it allows you to think back and backtrack and go through their life. And and I think that's a good thing. Like we should do that. We should not just take things at face value and say, oh, this person's successful, they're talented, their life was easy. It's like, no, what what things allowed them to get to that place? So kind of like how, um, you know, famous entrepreneur, you know, Steve Jobs, who started Apple, and Larry Ellison, and who Sue started Oracle, and there's one other entrepreneur who these guys were all adopted. It's like, why? Like, what is it about being adopted that has has fueled that entrepreneurship? And a lot of entrepreneurs are also immigrants. It's like, what is it about that? Why is it that immigrants come in and, and are able to start these huge companies? And like, what is it that's happening here? And the more you think through these things, the more you understand like they like they, that there's an advantage in almost everything. There's an advantage out there. Um, but and this is where you know what she's saying uh, and in grit really connects back with you know a lot of what I believe and teach and uh, because she talks about how like 
when you let yourself off the hook, you kind of just settle for the status quo. And that's all of what I'm talking about in Allergic to Average, my book. And I'll, I'll put a, a link to it in the show notes, or you can just go to uh, allergic.thehabitstacker.com. But I'm talking about how, like, no one as a kid sets out and is like, oh, I'm 12 years old. And when I grow up, I just want to be average. Like, no one says that. There's no one dreaming of average, right? Average is just something you fall into as a result of not striving for more. Like you can like mentally say you want more. And this is what a lot of people do. We say we want more, but we're not actually like striving daily for more. We're settled into our status quo, our averageness. And then we're just like, oh, it would be nice if this happened. But let's be real here. I'm just a normal person and here's where I am. And we kind of put that ceiling and we use that language with ourselves. But the people who go on to do great things, they've said from time that, hey, this is what I'm going to do. This is where I'm going to be. And they've always had their their eyes and their heart set on another destination. And they stay focused on that. It might take time, but they stay focused on it. So anyway, um, just remember that, man. Like, as you go through your days, as you go through all this stuff happening, just remember that no one can ever take away your effort. No one. There's nothing that they can do to control or to subtract from your effort. You have full control of how much effort you put in and where you take your life from here.